0: Alright, three, two, one. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On tonight's show, I have a returning guest, one of my favorite guests, I always say that. Her name is Roberta Glass of the True Crime Podcast, or True Crime Report, on, pod, on iTunes Podcast and on YouTube. And the date today is Sunday, August 11th, 2019. And something remarkable happened two days ago, which was the discovery of Jeffrey Epstein's body in a special... Uh, unit within the Manhattan jail uh, cell. Roberta and I talked about Jeffrey uh, Epstein back on March 6, 2019, as she attended one of his hearings, which we can kind of look back at uh, now that it's been about uh, five months since then. And I also did a couple other reports uh, before Epstein, which when he was arrested on July 6th, that were one I did with uh, Ed Opperman on February 15, 2019, and I also had the journalist Derek Bros of the Conscious Resistance talk about Jeffrey Epstein on May 17th, 2019. And uh, Derek has done some excellent journalism, some first-person journalism into the Epstein case, and he's still doing work over there, so I suggest people check that out. But today we're going to talk about this incredible occurrence. So, Roberta, are you there?
1: Yeah, how did you hear about Jeffrey Epstein's death?
0: You you, sent, you. <laughs> yeah you sent me the uh messenger text i was just sitting around i'm like why do i have all these uh messages and i opened it up and that was it how did you find out
1: yeah, um my boyfriend yelled it out and i was just devastated really i was surprised at how upset i was about it because i really wanted him to see justice and from sitting in the Nexium trials And watching the women testify against Reneri and seeing the power that they got from it and um, seeing that in action and and knowing that these victims would never have that opportunity, it was really, really devastating.
0: Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, he really skirted out, assuming that he's dead. I mean, there's so much, uh, the facts that they're talking about are not clear at all. Actually, I was looking over them. Uh, particularly when he was attacked on July 24th, which is either a suicide attempt or an attack, which is not clarified, at least by the jail. And then even with his death on Friday, uh, was it August 9th, that uh, it's very unclear what their statement is. They just, he was found unconscious. Well, was he hanging from a rope? What happened? You know, what are the exact facts? There's actually fact-free statements from this whole thing that happened two days ago, which is very uh unnerving for me it's uh pretty shocking especially considering that he was probably the most well known at this time considering all of the uh information that's going out through all these you know the top media channels about Epstein he was probably the most known uh person in jail in the in the US at the time of his death
1: yeah that was my friend's point because you know and you've been following this for for years But just recently, it's really picked up. um, The public interest has really picked up tremendously. and of course, like the press interest. But for a while, it was just like you and Ed Opperman and Pierce Redman, and I'm I'm sure I'm missing a few other people who were really following.
0: And yeah, but really, really, yeah. I mean, I think Opperman was really first on it. I really can't say that I didn't. I started really getting into epstein at the beginning of the year but uh i
1: think there's um, that one piece in vanity fair you know uh right and then
0: i think really i became more interested once uh the miami herald really published all those articles because they did a fantastic job Uh, julie brown and that three part series really brought it to the public attention so that's kind of where i started but i think Derek was doing stuff talking about some of these defamation cases 2017 i think Wow! Really on the on the on the on ball on the ball. So, but yeah, but now it's just everywhere, right? There's a New Yorker piece about D- Alan Dershowitz, Devil's Advocate. There's just everybody's writing, trying to figure out where these people are. I
1: mean, it's- very interesting, and you know, I'm of course very conserv. I'm going to take a very conservative stance on the Jeffrey Epstein suicide thing because I live in New York. Uh, MCC, we have uh, Rikers Island. Uh, MCC, and then we have MDC in Brooklyn, and they're all terrible. You know, the conditions are terrible in New York City prisons. Um, Mm -hmm. When uh, the New York Times had likened MCC to Guantanamo Bay, uh, another uh, leaker for WikiLeaks, Joshua Schultz, had said that uh, North Korea had better conditions. So, even if Jeffrey Epstein... Was not on suicide watch, and he was the star um, star inmate. I can imagine uh, his care being fall, uh, falling through the cracks.
0: So even you know? the, right, and th- it wasn't clear he was on suicide watch, and then taken off. I think there's conflicting reports about whether he's on. But if he was on suicide watch, there would be a videotape of him for 24 hours. So they somebody. If this actually happened, there would be videotape. I think I read somewhere that that videotape wasn't working now, which is very right. sketchy. So it's just a very, it's not It sounds inclusive. very
1: sketchy, but, you know, at the same time, I'm sorry. Yeah, I can imagine all the videotapes not working in MCC, right, being so, terrible. Right. You know what I mean? At the So it's like I go back and forth. I can imagine it being... Conspiratorial. I can imagine them taking out a videotape and having someone off him. I'm sure. I just am surprised with the timing, right? This is comes right on the heels of the Maxwell, uh, Virginia Roberts Guffray. You know, um, document. Don't yeah. pronounce yeah. her last name. Guffray. Guffray. I don't know. Guffray. I uh, think. I don't know. Yeah, but you yeah. know, all those yeah. documents coming out that implicated uh, Senator uh, Richards. Richardson, um who else it was like a huge list of right. powerful there was
0: uh, men. A hedge fund manager worth two billion dollars. there was Minsky, who was an intellectual, so she she saw some definitely up close uh circumstances with Epstein with these really I don't think that you can even say that he was specific to just politicians. he was really cutting across any kind of luminary in any field in my opinion,
1: yeah. So, and I think that have you heard also that he's um, was Arkansased or that the Clintons had killed Epstein? Have you heard that?
0: Well, didn't didn't Trump himself tweet that?
1: <laughs> yes, right. yeah. So
0: why right. is he tweeting that? How does he know that? And there was something there. Was, the guy's name was Jim McDougal. He was a whitewater witness who was in jail, and somebody reported that a helicopter showed up, went in the jail, and he was dead of a heart attack. Man and he was a he was a he was not a cooper he was a cooperating witness against the clintons if my memory serves right. me correct so uh that story was definitely out there in the 90s and that was you know that goes all the way back to vince foster and that was a huge issue for the clintons at the time that was just one of their uh land you know sketchy land deals in the middle of nowhere if i remember correctly the whitewater was like not even close to to, to civilization, I got to go back and look at all that stuff, but I think it's still but relevant. Wouldn't today. you think
1: that Bill Clinton would have the least to lose out of all these? I mean, he's already been named for years. Hillary Clinton isn't running; he's not running for anything. Right. I mean, you know, it They're just never, seems like yeah. he would have the least uh, motive to kill Jeffrey Epstein out of out of all those men.
0: Right? Here's the thing: I, I, how I see it. I liken it to Agatha Christie's death—a murder on the <laughs> Orient Express. <laughs> It's not the one person who did it, it's that they all (laughs) wanted him dead, right? So I think that there were tons of people sweating, and I wouldn't be surprised, like the people probably knew what was in the, and there was very vigorous denials of like being affiliated with Epstein by the people named by uh, Virginia Roberts, so there's probably other people out there just sweating, looking at their family, looking at their wife going, how am I going to explain this away, you know? I wouldn't be surprised if calls are made, you know? He Epstein was involved with very, uh, you know, people with a spe- uh, special kind of skill, and in some ways, one way of saying it, but people with a lot of money, where, um, you know, things can be done. I th- so I think that, definitely, yeah.
1: I mean, do, wouldn't you think that there would be pressure on him to commit suicide from Absolutely. these people from these
0: well, outside, right? Look at, I mean, I'm not saying that the Godfather is real, but some of it's based on real events. But then the Godfather too. You know, somebody goes over, a guy the conciliary from the Corleones goes over and says, you know, things can get taken care of and you know, here's this and here's your option, right? And the guy goes and, and opens his veins in a bathtub, right? Yeah, oh, and that, that was actually so the great, old Roman yeah. way. That was the old Roman yeah. way. So people did fall on their sword, they did commit suicide, they did these things. So but um I think at this point, the fact that there's no conclusion—I mean, no attempt to make a conclusion or an obvious conclusory statement or proof that Epstein is dead—is really sketchy, and it's allowing all of these conspiratorial. I mean, everybody's a conspiracy theorist now, right? With Epstein dead, because people were joking about it, like, "Oh, he's going to end up dead. He's going to end up suicided."
1: Yeah, my friend Alexa predicted this exactly, and she said when he. Attempted suicide, she said. Oh, he's going to commit suicide, and then we're going to hear about how he was arcensided endlessly. And I mean, two weeks later, it came, and I said, Oh no, he's too narcissistic; he'll never commit suicide. And boy, was I wrong. So I was shocked you know, too. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, here's I the was thing. Really so, shocked.
0: but I'm, it's important that you say that because the July 24th. Still has not come out, and said, somebody has not conclusively said or made proof to the public that he either attempted suicide or was attacked. It's still like, he, right. he was either committed suicide attack. Those are two totally different things. And why is that their vagary? You can see this kind of confusion being planted out, I would say, intentionally, and why is there that confusion? Because oftentimes when other people pass away, it's just very obvious. You can just say, here's, the, here's what happened, this is it, this is all very clear, so why isn't it clear?
1: Right, there's, there's three different stories I heard, right? One, I heard that he did this sort of very lame suicide attempt And the guards were laughing at him. And then there was another uh, story I heard that a a police officer who was in there beat him up. And uh, Epstein kind of didn't want to snitch. and Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Didn't want to snitch and said, uh, I I tried to kill myself. I guess those were really the, you know. And then the, you know, uh, the last one was that he was like just found on the floor, tried to kill himself. I don't know. Right. yeah, you know what I mean. With no guards left, right? So no why guards, are all you know? those so different those, stories? Those
0: stories I heard. Why doesn't a guard just come out or somebody from the um, jail come out and say hi? My name is, you know, Jim Smith, or I don't know. My name is Bob Jones, and I was there. We saw his body. I I gave the time of death. Blah blah blah. Just come out and say it. That hasn't even been done.
1: They really should have. A, with somebody with that much, a lot of transparency interest? with oh, this yeah, because there's on. so much public interest That's and amazing. how when you have a star. A star inmate like that does he not you know get watched they say it's really el C- uh chapo was kept in that same prison yeah. he made it through but epstein can't you know
0: right excellent point excellent point so chapo got switched out to like a supermax
1: in colorado but after uh, being sentencing but he was right. in the, right right he yeah. was in an mcc and and when i would go to the nexium trials um uh William Ramsey. There was so much security just for El Chapo. There would be like um, uh, police officers on horses, police officers surrounding the building. Wow. You had to walk a different way around it. It was wow. crazy. That's so they made sure he kept safe, but not Epstein somehow.
0: Yeah, Chapo has I mean, tons of an- enemies, right? Tons of enemies. Tons of people who probably you know wouldn't mind if he wasn't around.
1: It was crazy. I mean, it was really you know police state type (laughs) you know like the whole block it's you know whole block so what's your what's your
0: position on what really happened
1: i don't have enough information yet but i know how bad i keep saying that but i know how bad prisons are in uh new york uh i can't imagine he would kill himself but i i don't i didn't know him i didn't know what his mental state was um um you know, you think about someone with that kind of mindset where they just kind of live to abuse women. I don't know. And girls that if that's not, you know, if he can't do that, I don't know, maybe he would think that life wasn't worth living. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I, I just, I would think that he would have pressure definitely on him to kill himself, but it doesn't end the story. It keeps the public Maybe even more interested in the story. Certainly, he certain information does die with him, but you know there are enough people implicated, like Dershowitz, um, Galen Maxwell, uh, you know the guy from Victoria's Secret. I mean, he has enough like of a web. But the problem is, and I think we were talking about this yesterday, is that in America, like it's always one guy goes down, or maybe a few other people around it, like with Madoff. And then the whole sort of system that kept it running never changes, or never, never sort of uh, nothing ever right. happens to it. So it just another person will kind of replace them, and it will, you know, this kind of goes on and on, right?
0: Right. So what I mean, what about this whole people, the people that uh, enabled the whole thing, Ghislaine Maxwell and some of these others? What uh, What do you think is going to happen to them? Where is, is Ghislaine, by the way?
1: She yeah. has enough money. You would think if, like. Uh, to sort of hide out in a non Extraditing country, right? right. What do you think? Right. That's where, what I would do where if where I do you were think she. think she
0: is, right? She's probably somewhere
1: like Brazil or China or something, right? I would think so, but I know that that was just so surprising the public interest all of a sudden in this yeah. and also I read um, at least a headline about Epstein possibly being a spy, Right. And my brother, who's not conspiratorial at all, uh, kind of agrees with me and thinks that he was probably in the blackmail business, you know?
0: Right, which is another reason why so, people would want him dead, right? And I think we kind right. of chatted about that, is that people don't, they think that he's this fun-loving international party guy who also has a lot of women around, and, you know, he, he's known, and but then they find out, oh... He had video, and we know that he was debriefing the women. They know, if you look at the, the the Miami Herald discussions, they videotaped interviews with the victims. They interviewed Virginia Roberts, and part of her story, which seems to have been shaped away, is that she was involved in trafficking. She was involved in taking these young girls and, and Take, and she was felt guilty about it. Like one of the things that she said, I don't remember verbatim, but she said, "I feel so bad that I was involved in it, and that I was putting more women into this lifestyle." Right. Uh huh. So this whole thing is like there's a lot of pissed off, angry people who figure out, you know, they they didn't know that this was going to come. They were being blackmailed, and then they find out, oh, he's running a blackmail operation. Um. So there's a lot of angry people. You know, it's interesting too because. Prince Andrew was like one of the main people they say was involved in a lot of this stuff. And they just pictured him yesterday with the Queen Mother, like out in public. You know, and it's right after yesterday, right after Jeffrey Epstein goes down. It's interesting timing.
1: And unlike Dershowitz, there's a picture with Virginia Roberts and Prince Andrew together. Right. You know, so it's a little harder for him to deny it than than other people. To call her a fantasist or whatever, you know, Alan Dershowitz. And did you read the um, New Yorker article about Alan Dershowitz? I scanned
0: Dershowitz? it. I scanned it. That title was Alan Dershowitz: Devil's Advocate. Did you read it?
1: I I read it some of it, but I've not. I've, I have to go back and reread it because I don't feel like I fully absorbed it to the to the level that I want to. Um, I I really was just, you know, looking looking for sort of new information and it seemed to be, it seemed to, I knew a lot of the things in it, you know, mm-hmm. how he went after victims and, you know, his whole, he's a horrible human being.
0: He's, I mean, it's surprising that he even is allowed on the television to allow, I mean, that they're allowing him to tell his side of the story. Right. I, I mean, can't
1: believe Fox news is still using him. Yeah, it's I incredible. mean, there have been smaller scandals where they won't, you know, they'll excommunicate people, but He's on there as a, a political, as a, you know, a legal expert.
0: Yeah, it's very strange. Did you hear something that he was, uh, something happened about him in Harvard? Did you hear a story that he was like censured? He's retiring. Yeah, okay, cause it, it, so that was it. So he asked for retirement. That's probably yeah. a smart move by him because it would probably forestall any investigation.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, and I had done just a small little episode about his... Uh, Back, you know, back when he was representing Klaus von Mm Bülow, there was this issue around this affidavit of of a young kind of male hustler who said, I delivered drugs to um, Sonny von Bülow for her son, you know, like a black bag. The idea of the affidavit was to say that the black bag where the needle with the insulin was really... Um, Sonny's or the sons, her sons. do you know I saying uh-huh. yes. understand what I'm saying yes. so this guy David Marriott, was the name of the guy who was like this young hustler guy who said and then he withdrew his affidavit, but in support of his affidavit was this also this priest, okay, Magdale oh, right. yeah. and then who said, Yes, I know because I counseled David Mariette, the hustler. He was one of my, you know, spiritual counselings. But it turned out that this priest stole from his parish, abused uh, boys for years, eventually died of AIDS, and, uh, and got indicted for perjury for this affidavit. Wow. So it's like, this is not like, Epstein wasn't the first child abuser who was around Dershowitz. And so it's just very interesting that this affidavit that was, you know, one guy uh, withdraws it. The other guy, uh, they never went through, you know, fully, uh, uh, you know, they kind of withdrew the indictment, but still with the, you know, they didn't further charge him, whatever, because the public outcry, they thought he was the greatest priest in the world. This guy at that time, Philip Anthony Magdalene, you know, they thought he was great, but it, many uh, of his victims have come out and talked about his abuse. So it's very interesting, like, how did he... They say that maybe Klaus von Bülow met David Marriott at a bus station, but how did did this get into Dershowitz's orbit, is what I'm asking.
0: Yeah, curious. Well, uh, Dershowitz claims that he got into Epstein's orbit by... uh, Lynn DeForster Rothschild, which is interesting because that's a tie in to the whole Pizzagate investigation, which some people have tried tried to debunk. Um, but I find that interesting. You might find that, uh, people might find that there might be an overlap between Epstein and Alephantis and some of these other characters. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just never felt like enough information really. <clears throat> came out about PizzaGate to satisfy me, but well, you know, that's one of the pro-
0: one that's one of the problems is there was never a formal investigation. It was just a bunch of people online. But alfantis's Instagram uh, pictures were astonishing. They just were incredible. There's so many things that led to other things. There's tons of peto symbolism. Even the Comet Ping Pong itself is totally. Uh, it, it just, it just, the ping pong table is like not a, a positive symbol. It goes back to Lolita, um, yeah. So there's all all kinds of sketchy stuff. Alphanta's had restaurants in the Europe and in Germany. He was transferring art around. Um, so Who was
1: his bo- his living partner boyfriend? It was the guy from, from Media, was, Media I got the most interesting yeah. connection. It was
0: Brock. It was David Brock, and there was a picture yeah. of. Um, in his Instagram is a picture of David Brock giving a speech on a set of stairs, and there's Lynn de or Lynn Forster de Rothschild sitting under the staircase right there. So, and she, you know, she's got the money. She's actually was independent. Lynn Forrester, before she married into the Rothschild family, is a very interesting, very talented, powerful woman. She had bought a bunch of cell phone contracts. She saw that when she was practicing law, that they were going to be worth a lot, and sure enough, she made pretty penny. So she was ind- independently wealthy. She didn't marry into the Rothschilds and, uh, as some kind of person in penury by any chance, any stretch of the imagination. But it's interesting, you're seeing these people in the same social circles, you know, Epstein. Right, Rothschild. it's
1: it's very interesting also that Epstein was interested in, like, transhumanism. Right. He gave to the uh, Innocence Project 50,000. Oh, no. oh, no. so, so, they, um, You know, did you see the list of charities he gave to? um, And he wanted to have a baby farm. So he wanted to just get like 20 women to his, was it New Mexico? New Mexico ranch, yes. Yeah, ranch, and just produce uh, um, babies with, you know, that were, you know, with his sperm. Like he had such great, you know, genes or something. It was like eugenics. It was really creepy, but it reminded me. Of, um, you know, that doctor from Brazil, John of God. John of
0: God. Yao of God. Who,
1: the whistleblower, now killed herself.
0: Well, supposedly. Conveniently, too. Conveniently, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's another convenient who was was accused of having a baby farm in addition to abusing women. But I thought also that idea, um, Virginia Roberts said that uh, Epstein had female breasts in his bathtub yeah so like so these female yeah. f- so he could play with them when he's like in the tub and it's just so interesting to me that like you know that he that he would just find something like i don't know like like that cold like basically seeing women as objects and basically just sort of reinforcing that all over his house through his artwork through his right. bathtub you know
0: well do you have <laughs> in some of these recent um the tooth. I haven't read all the two thousand documents uh, pages of documents, but in some of them, he had child porn on the wall. I mean, they had to black it out. He had some wow. little, yeah. So it was bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see why people didn't uh, want to divulge. But uh, the uh, and then he had like this full dentist chair in his bathroom. It just was so strange. I mean, constantly, very creepy. Uh, and there was. I can't remember the woman. There's a woman who's doing a lot of research on Epstein, but she. Uh, showed that these kind of entryways on his island could be a huge underground base, you know, like six stories down under the ground, because they resemble these kind of um, shelters that the elites are building themselves. You know, they're kind of like missile silos or something like that. But uh, really interesting, interesting. research. Yeah. And and you know, so, yeah, there's nothing above uh, ground, but there's these huge driveways and air soles and things like that.
1: And, so. you know, he was also funding that Sophia robot. Do you know? Have no, you heard I of know. that? Yes, I do know. Yeah. And, you know, these really creepy, I, I feel women hating men are interested in trying to, you know, create life forms in some way with these scary robotic women. And right. uh what's he the, was he was giving money towards that. It's called the Sophia. Sophia you know, but what's Sophia the
0: stepford wise? Is that what the movie is where yes. the woman becomes like the ideal wife or whatever? Yeah. Like
1: zombies. And there's a there's a great channel called the Deep Programmer where she sort of looks at kind of looks at robots, female robots and sort of the transhumanism and the kind of transgender ideology push and it just sort of um connects them all and really and also As far as um, child abuse and sexualizing children, it kind of connects them. It's really interesting, you know. So we asked ourselves where these kind of agendas come from or why all all of a sudden we're seeing, like, certain representations in the media. And you wonder if people like Jeffrey Epstein are kind of funding this kind of thing.
0: Well, good point. I mean, that's an excellent point because... You don't know where, where the money's coming from. For I know a lot of these guys on the alt-right This kind of new. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Hawthorne and 190th Street has closed, you can shop at our store at Rosecrans Avenue and Redondo Avenue, or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. All right, people, they're getting massive funding. People have researched Laura Loomer was getting 7k a month from one one person, at least that's the alleged. So she was getting wow. funded to do her stuff. So all the stuff against Pelosi with the immigrants, it's all being subsidized. It's not independent. And I, th- I can't remember it was a researcher who was looking at Steve Ottrum has been doing a lot of Epstein research, O-U-T-T-R-I-M. So there's guys who are tracking stuff down on other stuff. They're just great researchers. Big Fish, who's on Ed Opperman, is also looking into Epstein. But, uh, yeah, so a lot of these guys, and maybe Cernovich is being subsidized, too. How much? He said that he raised $30,000 to do this uh, joinder cert suit for Jufre Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell, but... You know, he might have had other subsidies, might be getting paid from somebody else. You don't really know. So that was
1: so interesting that, you know, that Cernovich is kind of like, what would you describe him? A double actor? Uh, Well, (laughs) he's a
0: lot like Dershowitz, because in my opinion, it seems like their public statements are different than their in court statements. So what's Hmm. happening in court is not the same as their public statements, in my opinion. But I would say that. Um, some people have looked into it. Negli Stranahan, who's kind of on the right. He was friends with uh, Breitbart. He was actually friends with the original kind of new right people, one of the new right people. I think Stranahan comes from the left, actually, interesting. I don't really know that much about him. But we were in contact because he kind of keyed in that Cernovich was playing a double game. And uh, it's it's actually caused a lot of consternation within... The, these kind of new right people who kind of came up on the 2016 election because um, there's very interesting conversations between Cernovich and Stefan Molyneux, who touts himself as a philosopher. Oh, yeah. that it, guy is
1: creepy. He's no, like got, a cult leader. <laughs> well,
0: he has some intercultural ideas, but I would go, I mean, the, those things that where he and Cernovich are talking are incredible They're like you just watch them in shock and awe like how was he getting away with saying this? I mean if people don't know Cnovvi when Epstein got arrested, cernovich publicly came out and stated that it was because of his involvement in the civil suit between jufre and Maxwell that he got Epstein arrested. So he claimed in a very bold statement and I think people have screenshot and scared uh, sent it around. That he was responsible for epstein getting busted so uh people were like well the documents weren't released yet and this is a civil suit so i don't really know what's going on uh usually those arrests don't take place uh like they have people have to do groundwork to have uh, probable cause to investigate and arrest people so it's silly for him to say that and it seems like his followers really just t- drank the kool-aid with that if you go look at some of his statements, oh mike you're so great <laughs> just like. Oh my gosh! This is terrifying that people believe that, and I think Stefan Molly believe that, which is e- equally terrifying because he's like uh, supposedly—I <laughs> just don't know. He's supposedly a philosopher. So anyway, um, yeah. So for people who don't know, very interesting developments uh, in that, and and there's pictures of Cernovich and Dershowitz together. They were in a, a documentary together, but anyway. So
1: yeah, I know that's like you've really followed that that whole. Side of side, of, uh, it, side yeah. of the side of well, I actually story. read the documents.
0: You know, I read the the castle, who is a big time uh, power lawyer, wrote this kind of uh, opposition to motion to intervene and put in all kinds of information about Cernovich, and uh, you know, these reading these court documents is essential. So anyway.
1: definitely, and that's what's so interesting about the Epstein thing is is that we're kind of in a culture we're in a culture now of of just. Rare, rarely ever diving beneath the surface. Right, good point. Yeah. And so it, and it goes
0: into all it, of your stuff about innocence fraud too, right? They would never get away yeah. with it if they actually read the documents about Adnan Syed, West Memphis Three, all these uh, Amanda Knox, all these people would never get away with it publicly if people would sit down and go, okay, what really happened? What did these investigators find?
1: Right, because it sounds like a good story until you know that you know you see these presentations. Uh, either in a documentary or, or, you know, in a short true crime video, and it sounds really good, and then you look at the court documents, you know, and they tell a different story. And nobody
0: can really, there hasn't been one person who's really disputed, effectively, any of the court documents on any of those publications, uh, any of those, uh, you know, very public court, uh, criminal cases that are touted on podcasts and so-called true crime podcasts, which is in some of these, Uh, total misnomer, but nobody's really disputed that. Nobody really disputed the West Memphis... In all that. my research, nobody's really disputed the West Memphis Three court documents.
1: No. No, they don't.
0: Why why don't you address them and dispute them? Okay, this didn't happen, this person is lying, that's fine. I mean, but at least do that. They can't want... They don't even look at them to, you know, uh, to criticize them. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, it's... you know, but what I was going to ask you about? Do you remember uh, a um, episode that Ed Opperman did many years ago, and it was with a guy who ran kind of a blackmail, male hooker operation in Washington. Craig Spence, you, yeah. Thank you. That's Craig who I was Trump. trying to think of. Yes. That's who's. So that's kind of coming to mind. I mean, do you think that that Epstein? Did sort of the same thing?
0: Possibly. I mean, Craig Spence actually... Uh, God, who are these people that were in- involved in his? They are very well-known names that uh, you would probably know of. I wish I could remember one. But he said, I'm going to get killed. And then he ended up committing suicide in a hotel. But that was right around the time of the Franklin scandal. Late 80s, maybe, is probably that time. And mm-hmm. uh, he was involved in there were uh, house, uh, safe houses with two-way mirrors and... Uh, I mean, yeah. So that is something similar. If you get involved in these blackmails, and the people who get blackmailed don't like it, nobody who gets blackmailed likes it. So why is it a surprise? A surprise that somebody ends, you know, uh, up uh, dead. Really?
1: Yeah. It was, I, I was just thinking about that, and I think there was actually another another guy who went to jail for it, and. Wrote a book about it. It was kind of similar operation connected with Craig Spence.
0: Do you remember what I'm talking
1: I, about? Mm, I'd have to I'll find it after. The,
0: the guy break. who was involved was Ted Koppel. Ted Koppel was one of Spence's uh, alleged victims. That's oh. total. was Ted Koppel. So you still see him around. I saw him, you know, talking with Hannity and just giving Hannity a hard time. This guy was involved in Craig Spence, at least according to the research that's out there. Ted and was you, one of, one of and the, do you
1: think that that Epstein might be like a spy for the CIA type thing, or like if the CIA say. needed underage girls, they could that would be where they would go, or to blackmail someone, or to he, he
0: could have potentially been like a triple agent. Who knows? You know, I mean, he, I mean, his, can you talk either,
1: about Maxwell's background? Right, so
0: well Robert Maxwell is the father of Ghislaine Maxwell he was known as Israel's super spy he was a there's actually a really good documentary but he was actually a Mossad and MI6 agent so MI6 financed Robert Maxwell's entry into um entry into like an intellectual it's interesting because a lot of the Maxwell papers are around and somebody was asking Prescott Bush whether Robert Maxwell was legit there's actually a uh uh uh, note from some guy and uh, Maxwell started Pergamon press Which is an interesting or either by, and that's what he took the MI6 money from for to start it But Pergamon Ooh. is the place where Satan sits in the book of Revelation uh, And wow. one of the there was a martyr a Christian martyr was killed there and that Pergamon went to um, was in Berlin and the Nazis modeled one of their uh, rally places like this Temple of Pergamon. so there's this crazy tie with that. But anyway, uh, there's a really good documentary, the name of which I can't remember. But there was a famous, a kind of a famous researcher who wrote this book, Israel Super Spy, Martin Dillon, um, and uh, I can't remember the other author. But uh, he was Robert Maxwell was a was a very well connected kind of a, uh, and he was he was involved in financial shenanigans. He actually at one point engaged in financial shenanigans and then was banned from owning or being involved in a public corporation, then got back and said he was honest. And then he was a competitor of Rupert Murdoch's for a while, and they bought opposing papers. And then in time, Robert Maxwell, it wasn't his real name, it Was he was actually like, his real name was like blue. He was from Czech. He was Jewish of Jewish extraction from Czechoslovakia, but he eventually looted their pension fund. So all the employees there who were supposedly going to have a pension had it uh, looted by Robert Maxwell who lived high on the hog and had champagne lunches and had a big old boat, which at one time was future in the future was owned by Donald Trump. And, uh, that the connection, my understanding, according to some recent research, is that Elaine's attachment to Epstein was because Epstein met Robert Maxwell and was friends with Robert Maxwell in the very early days, which I find very interesting. So, um, Robert Maxwell supposedly he was in the Canary Islands, which are located off the northwest corner of Africa, on his boat and supposedly fell under the water and died. Although some people have spec- speculated that he uh, said some inappropriate things and uh there was an operation and he ended up dead so um so that's really her Ghislaine Maxwell has a pedigree of of intelligence no doubt and there's actually more stories coming I mean there's there's tons of Epstein stories that are coming out there's all kinds of connections crazy days and nights is saying a lot of stuff about Epstein right now and who he was other names that are pretty shocking but uh yeah, Ghislaine, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell had some, like, love affair with George Clooney, of all things. So she's connected to A-list people. And, uh, yeah, it's, and th- those are in the most recent 2,000-page documents is her connection. So she's around in these higher-end, you know, elite type of soirees, no question.
1: So do you believe that they'll, that New York will go forward with this lawsuit against the state and just change it from Epstein to Epstein's estate?
0: Well it's a criminal case so there's no person who's criminally defendant whether they find and want to criminally charge somebody else who is associated with it I think that you could easily apply a racketeering influence corrupt organization to the Epstein uh, operation because there's so many other people involved who had to have known that he was involved in this stuff kids being trafficked internationally so uh, whether these people continue to, whether the Southern District of New York continues, they say they have an open investigation, I've heard conflicting things, so whether other people get, get arrested with information, whether some of these other girls, I know that other unknown victims are coming forward, so we'll see, I I, could, I can't speculate whether, you know, it's a very dicey political situation, so I don't know, I don't know what'll happen, I was surprised when Epstein got arrested, so, I didn't anticipate that. How many that. victims
1: are there? Are there like Hundreds. a couple thousand? I don't or know. A couple hundred? A couple I tens of thousands? It's hard to even, you know, tell, right?
0: Right. And I mean, there's I... other stories that there are girls of Mexican ancestry being brought up into uh, New Mexico. So those are a whole nother pool of victims that are outside of, you know, these other high school girls that are being um, abused in Florida. And then there's this other girl who came forward who has a civil suit, and you can read the civil suit against Epstein, and she was from a high school in New York City. So, it's why are they drawing this many girls for what purpose, to what, you know, to what end, right? I mean, it's at least 100, I think. I think that um, Brad Edwards said it was at least 100, so they're talking in large numbers of known, of known victims.
1: So this is just the thing I want to know: is how he got the how Epstein got the job at Dalton, right. which is really prestigious. Uh, William Ramsey, really prestigious school, with without a college education. How did he? How did he do that?
0: Very odd. You have I to. I mean, have everything good around him yeah. is so weird. Yeah, and
1: and, right. and that I mean the man that he lives in the one of the biggest houses. Is it the biggest house in uh, right, Manhattan? 7th like,
0: Avenue house that was owned by Les Wexner is the biggest mansion. And, you know, people are saying that thing was wired with all kinds of cameras and all kinds of stuff was going on there, too. So it's just a big old... It's one of the great scandals of American history. I think that that the Epstein case will go down as one of the most incredible because it involves so many known figures, at least in a central part or in a secondary or tertiary parts. All of these celebrities and intellectuals. There are people on Joe Rogan's podcast Pinter and Krauss, who were associated with Epstein. You know, there's all these people around that uh, that are probably just ducking and hiding and hope their name doesn't pop up. It's probably my guess.
1: What happens to his money? Do you know?
0: Well, that's great. That's a great question. So he has 500 million. I suspect it'll go into some. It'll go well to legally. If he did not have a will, which nobody has really knows, if it's intestate, according to the laws of his his main primary residence, probably either New York or Florida, most of the state laws are fairly similar. It goes to a closest family member. So, if both of his parents have passed away, go to his brother Mark, who's also supposedly involved in some sketchy stuff, uh, according to Crazy Days and Nights. Um, so it would go to, and I don't think he had children, so it would go to his brother. I don't know. That would be if interesting to brother know
1: brother. if he had test tube, if he ever tested this, you know, theory out, had any test tube babies or any weird, weird stuff like that. Well, you'd never know, know. But if
0: he had that much right? money, it was cryo- he said that he wanted to cryogenically freeze his penis and his brain, right, or his head. <sighs> so he was into cryogenics as well. Yeah, I mean, it just gets so strange. It's very, I mean, it's an incredible story. I don't, Then all of the story hasn't come out yet. So the real clarity of the whole situation, at least especially surrounding his death, is not clear. It's not clear at all. I mean, two days in, there's no conclusion whether he was attacked or tried to commit suicide. Where's the video? Like, I would say if I was working for the, the jail, oh yeah, we have video. We saw him get up and create a noose and commit suicide. Like, how did he commit suicide? If he's on suicide watch or not, there's a lot
1: of problems. Right. And if you, you know, if you have that much money, you could probably get anything snuck in, you know, into that prison that you wanted. Well, you know isn't that saying? the
0: way it works, too? I mean, isn't, uh, aren't the guys, you know, supposedly some of these prison guards are corrupt and people can be paid off and all kinds definitely. of Definitely. Yeah.
1: They definitely are corrupt, you know. Uh,
0: yeah. What's the number? What's the, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's total speculation. I'd just he,
1: like to hear about the autopsy. So my question to you is, Will how much of this uh, Jeffrey Epstein story will never get answered? You know what I mean? Of these questions. Like, will it just be sort of answered on a surface level? On a kind of, like, just enough to kind of get the public to kind of forget about it? Yeah. Did, did his suicide... Okay, what do you think? Or do you think that the suicide, his death, do you think that helped to kind of
0: well, I think it put it right back in so so his arrest he was the main story. then there were shooting the shootings in El Paso and Dayton, and now those actually got trumped again by his quote suicide unquote so it'll be interesting. I think the American public really wants to know how deep this goes, and it's such a serious problem. it goes to the heart of your political economic. And cultural system, if there's a corrupt these corrupt people, if it's not just Epstein if there's other people also blackmailing people, people want to know you know they want to know why some things happen and some things don't so uh it'll be interesting to see. I think that I think we had talked in one of our earlier talks about how Ben sass the uh, the what was he? he he was the senator from Nebraska. Asked Bill Barr to look in and now Ben Sass is still writing in after the death of Epstein that he's outraged that it happened. So there's definitely people who want to want to get to the truth. And, about right. Bill, you know, Barr actually recused himself because of his prior affiliation. I think Kirkland and Ellis represented Epstein in some other matter, I think. So I think he's at, he's not involved in this. And, uh, yeah, there could actually be potentially be an independent counsel assigned, uh, if Congress gets off his butt to actually look into the totality of Epstein's criminality.
1: Well, I just think it's, you know, because it's such a mystery, it really lends itself to conspiracy. Like the, you know, the hearing I was at concerning, um, the Maxwell, um, Roberts documents being released, um, they the three judges had decided that one judge would oversee the releasing, you know, oversee the releasing of those documents. Mm-hmm. And he died recently. Right. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. And, and, um, I saw quite a few posts about, Oh, of course the judge died, but he was 96. Yeah. You know? He was
0: very, i would surprised he still <laughs> so, was working to his credit. He is out there going to work every day at 96. Good for him.
1: You gotta love those people. Right. Yeah. And then just quickly, can we talk about the fact that, that um, Keith Ranieri was found with a cell phone.
0: Yeah, well, tell, tell me the whole story. I didn't get all the details. Uh, he
1: was found, he's in the shoe, meaning solitary confinement uh, as punishment, because he was found, a cell phone was found, uh, you know, on, in a cell, on so his, he's, or he's on communicating his person, I'm not sure his, which.
0: He's communicating out with his outside, uh, his outside whatever, functionaries right. or people, right.
1: So why it's significant is because the defendants that I saw have all publicly, you know, the the softest, of course, is um, uh, Claire Bronfman had the, you know, when she pled guilty, she had sort of the softest kind of allocution and said, you know, I'm rich, so I have to obey the law. I have to obey the law more than sort of poor people. It was really the most, <laughs> the most offensive speech. But most of them had said, you know, what I did was wrong. uh, and, And we were all sort of meant to believe that he has nothing to do. He doesn't have any followers anymore. And he said himself, that was his big thing when he was, a cult leader saying, I don't have any money. I don't have any possessions. He had a special word for it. Like, I'm just a thinker, you know, there's a special word for it. I have in my notes, you know, that he told his followers, I'm just a, you know, thinker with no possessions, no money, whatever. So the fact that he's found with a cell phone means that Nexium may still uh, go on in some, besides what we know with the uh, rainbow cultural gardens, it may still be, going on in some form right um
0: so he's like
1: claire brockman possibly being you know keeping it going in in this area
0: right so he's like a mob boss in the jail still making commands or you know telling people what to do i mean it's pretty shocking that they couldn't find that his cell phone was pinging inside the jail too which is pretty shabby i would wonder how much contact that he had had through the use of that cell phone but uh i don't know that's incredible
1: really incredible you're saying oh claire bronfman you know he's telling his fellow inmates that bitch you know she abandoned me but that was probably maybe or maybe for show during the trial now someone's supporting him i don't yeah, know how amazing i can't you know i don't yeah. know it's interesting well
0: how would you get a cell phone in somebody you're paying somebody a guard to bribe somebody? Guard. yeah yeah, okay. yeah. I wonder how that works. How much? How much it costs to get these things in? I bet all of the the inmates know. You know how much to get drugs in, how much to get cell phone, how much to get a book, how much to get this stuff. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's you know I, I said you know my said I was really torn because you know in one way when you watch a trial like Keith Raniere's, you really want him to be punished and have. No luxuries in prison and have the worst prison experience in the world. But when something like Epstein happens, and uh, whether, you know, on purpose or not, the conditions are terrible, he should have, you know, been kept safe. So you kind of go back and forth, like, you know, you want a certain level of competency in your prisons.
0: No doubt. I mean, now, I think that they're
1: probably... I, mean, I, don't, I can't say it's totally incompetence that caused his death. I don't know, but yeah. you know, I know that it's a terrible, terrible conditions in New York so they we have here, overcrowding. Yeah, rats, I'm sure you'll mice. see
0: some commission or something on the death of Epstein and how he got away with it and what, what's really happening, something like happened after the, the Central Park Five, something like that probably yeah. happened. Like, this is outrageous. We should have got him to trial. And that's really one of the big losses is that... You never all the investigation stuff was all the evidence is not brought out and memorialized and uh, accessible, so we don't really know the totality of what these uh, prosecutors have amassed, and we might not know. I don't know. I don't know what will happen to all the Epstein files that they they did their own independent research. So that's a that would be unfortunate if that's lost. I don't know what will happen
1: to them. Yeah, that would really be that would really be unfortunate. So, do you think public. that that Maxwell is going to be indicted? I don't Sorry. know. I don't, I don't know.
0: A it's a good question. I, I don't like. I said I was surprised when uh, Epstein was arrested on July 6th. I was surprised when he's dead in his cell. I mean, we jo- people joked about him dying unexpectedly, but uh, I really don't know. What do you think? <laughs>
1: Um I think it's very possible because yeah. I think the the public is demand we'd like to think that our legal system is in a you know in a bubble, but there's really a lot of public pressure for for these people to to be punished, punished right
0: yeah I totally agree well here's the, so. here's the well in, in, let's ask about Dershowitz. he's had two accusers. I think that they both were underage at the time, right ransom and Julie mm-hmm. was underage, so if it was a normal like a guy on the street, joe Smith or whatever, all you would, the police would do is bring the girls in and make them make a statement, right? And -hmm. just say, okay, so then figure out that if the women, if there was a law that was broken, which is, uh, statutory rape, right? And then they would, uh, they would arrest that person. So what's going on with Dershowitz? It's not that difficult. You have two people who, and they probably, you could ask them for information that's corroborating, right? About Mm -hmm. what his... What they found out about Epstein's anatomy, right? They could do something like that for Dershowitz, and then it's an open and check case. So why is why hasn't that progressed?
1: I don't yeah, great question. Do you think he's intelligence? Do you think he could be like a massage? He's all over ps- the place. Agent he has or a lot something? Of connections.
0: Um you know it's it's uh, You can
1: only ask questions. It's so frustrating, William Ramsey. You, know, you can, you can only ask questions, you know? You can know. only ask questions.
0: So if if the whole thing was a big Mossad operation, where's our intelligence agencies, right? What is, Moeller? we know had Jeffrey Epstein as a confidential informant back in 2008 or nine, um, which, you know, kind of puts Moeller in kind of, uh, suspicion, but, uh, what, what was the nature of that? What's he informing the FBI about? Will we ever know that, uh. What kind of, why did that, did that um, allay those very light sentencing and punishment for Epstein and allow him to abuse more women all the way up to 2019 for another 10 years? Right? So mm-hmm. how many people's lives have been ruined? All these girls are talking about it. They all say their lives are ruined. Air Rose, Jufre, Ransom. Um, you know, there's a lot of questions. And so, why isn't the why isn't there a counterintelligence thing going on? I don't know. I really don't.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I think it's a good a good, good place time. to stop. Right. What do you think?
0: I think it's a good place. We're at fifty three minutes. Is there anything we missed or anything you want to follow up on?
1: No, but uh, no. I just I would love talking to you about right, this great. stuff. I really I'm really Let's happy talk to too. talk to you about
0: it. So again, Robert Roberta Glass, true crime podcast, true crime report. Is it still true crime report?
1: True Crime Report um, on pretty much iTunes, uh, Spotify, Spreaker, Google, Podcasts, like every platform you could want.
0: (laughs) You did a really great uh, interview with Meredith about the Central Park Five, so people go check that out. Go uh, go subscribe and uh, listen to this great material that you have. Thanks a lot for being on the show. Thank you. All right, take care.